Alrighty, what is going on guys and welcome back to the channel. This is the day after Christmas, so if you are out there listening, watching, and you do celebrate Christmas or any, any holiday really, Merry Christmas, hope it was great, hope it was amazing, I hope you spent time with the people you love, I hope you probably even took a break from dieting, took a break from working out, and just really focused on spending that quality time with the people that you care about and the people that care about you, because at the end of the day, it's not about you know the food you ate, like even though that's what we're gonna cover today, like it's not about how many workouts you did or didn't do, those things don't really fucking matter. What matters is did you actually spend quality time, not just on your phone, did you actually spend the time and take the effort to make an effort to see and reach out and, and interact and spend quality time with the people that you care about and people that care about you? Because I think I put this on my Instagram, but if you don't follow me, follow me there at Eric Roberts Fitness. I think I put this on my Instagram and it was that, just remember that if there's one thing I could ask of you, just remember that not everybody gets to, you know, gets to wake up with, you know, presents under the Christmas tree. Not, not everybody is in a place financial, financially, like mentally, they're, they're not in a place where, you know, a lot of you out there listening, I, th I think you do have kids. And I think that just remember some people don't have that luxury of, you know, giving everything they possibly can to their children. And so, some kids don't have that. Some kids don't have fathers. Some, some kids don't have a mother. Like some, some people are not as fortunate as you. And I think a lot of times, especially in America, we forget that not everybody has it really, really well off. And that we also forget that we really do have it really, really well off. So if there's one thing I could ask of you is please just try to remember that. And um, segueing from that, recovering from holiday eating. Yummy. Recovering from holiday eating, and that's basically just how the hell you get back on track after this time period. And, and then even like a lot of my clients I'm working with, both in person and online and with their workouts, with their nutrition, it's just like this time period is really scattered. Like there's family in town, you're missing workouts, you're going off your calories, you're going off your meal plan, you're, you're going off your diet. Like it's just kind of scattered all over the place. And not only does it make it like, okay, well, you know, at least Thanksgiving, it's like, okay, Thanksgiving then done. This is like Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's Eve, New Year's. And it's like, it's just, it's just kind of this back to back to back cycle. So if there's one thing I could ask of you, just remember that that's not really, it, it doesn't matter that, Always remember consistency. It, it doesn't matter that you missed New Year's Eve and you missed Christmas and you missed Christmas. I think there was a kid over there that was watching me. I wonder if we could see that in the video. That was pretty funny. That, that's, that's what fucked me up, actually. Um, just remember that it, it never comes down to perfection. It comes down to, do you know how to be consistent over a long period of time? And, and that's, that's kind of what I want to get at here is just first and foremost, Remember, one week doesn't fucking ruin your progress. One, two, two weeks doesn't ruin your progress. Two weeks off a diet doesn't make a difference. You know, two weeks off working out doesn't make a difference. It, it's not about those, these two weeks that are going to come by and that have, may have already passed by the time this comes out and you guys hear this. It, it's not about that. It's about what do you do before those two weeks, after those two weeks, all that time there, as opposed to, okay, well, you know, my family's in town for a week and a half and I, I can't get my workouts down. I can't get my nutrition down. It's going to be scattered. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. None of that really matters. What, what matters is, do you have the grit? Do you have the courage to say, okay, that's fine. This happened. I'm going to get back on track right now. So that's what we're going to talk about today is how do you get back on track from that, you know, holiday eating, from that scattered schedule you have, from being out of your routine, from how do you get back to your routine from that? So the first thing I want to say first and foremost is, and I had this conversation earlier today with one of my clients. She's really, really smart. And she's when she came to me, she was, you know, already in really good shape. She, she knew a lot about nutrition. Like, she's really smart. She's a really, really good person. But we've had this conversation, and it's like, 
if there was one thing that she wishes she could tell people and just kind of get across is like how much, you know, being accountable to somebody, how much having some form of accountability really, really means to that person, to that individual. Because if you think about it, most people don't really have anybody to be accountable to. Like you, you might have your spouse or your parents or this and that, but it's like, if, if you're a woman and you're like, you know, I want to lose weight to your spouse, they're not a, nine times out of 10, they're not a fucking dumbass, And they're going to be like, oh, honey, you look fine. Don't worry about it. And it's like, okay, well, I actually want to do something about it. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. And it's like, so most times people don't actually have this someone to be accountable to. Yeah, you might have your spouse or, or your friends or your, your, you know, your parents, but that's not the person that's going to be like, hey, okay, I need, I need you to, to keep me accountable. I need you to keep me on track. I, I want to report to you. Like, I, I need you to help me. And just realize that some form of accountability, I, I can't, I mean, I, I'm struggling to put it into words because I, I can't put it into words because it means so much more than someone will ever realize. Like, and, and some people do say like, hey, I, I, see, I need accountability. Some people don't realize like how much this actually means. So if there's one thing that I want you to let, let you know just first and foremost before we go into it, having some form of accountability is, is beyond amazing, is, is beyond honestly life-changing. And, and, it, and it can change your life habits. It can change the way you think. It can change the way you process thoughts. Like these things do happen from having someone to be accountable to. So first and foremost, some form of accountability. It could be a coach. It could be, you know, joining a gym membership. It, it could be joining a gym and then going into a program. It, it could be friends. Like you, you could have friends from work who you work out with at work or work out with after work or people in the neighborhood. It, it doesn't, there's not one set thing and no one right thing. And no, I'm not just saying this because I am a coach. Like I'm not telling you to get some form of accountability. So you then email me and tell me you want to sign up for coaching. If you do, that's fucking great. But I highly Highly doubt that this video of me telling this video of me giving you free information and trying to help you is going to be like, hey, okay, he told me I have to hire him. Okay, well then let me hire him. If that happens, cool. Like I'm fucking stoked and we can absolutely work together. That, that's one thing. But like having some form of accountability goes beyond measures where you could probably take yourself because most times the limiting beliefs and limiting thoughts are within yourself. So if you have somebody there saying, hey, I know it's fucking raining outside and we both feel like shit. But I know, I know I have to get to this workout, so let's go do it. Or, hey, I know that, you know, I'm feeling like shit today. I'm tired. I didn't get that good of a sleep. But I know I have to check in with my coach tomorrow morning. I, I know I have to send him my calories and my macros and if I worked out or not. I don't want to send him a piece of shit report. I don't want to send him a, 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 you know, a crappy check-in. I, I don't want to – it's almost like you don't want to tell yourself. You don't want to convince yourself you quit and, and, and you failed because nobody wants to fail. No, nobody wants to do bad. Like, nobody wants that. So – Having somebody to be accountable to, like a coach, for example, that's somebody to say, hey, okay, I know this is hard, but I don't want to send him this check-in tomorrow morning telling him I failed, t telling him I didn't hit my calories, I didn't hit my macros, because why? I was tired? Like, so that in itself right there is nine times out of ten enough for people to be like, oh, okay, I know I'm tired, I know it's, you know, I'm coming back from off vacation, I know I'm going back to work and I'm back into my routine, and it's, and it's hard to get back into my routine, but I know I want to send my coach a good check-in. Or I know my friend Sally is waiting for me when we get off work to go to the gym. So I know I can't let them down. I can't let him down. I don't want to be a failure. And it's like just having that right there, that action in itself, the last podcast we talked, or the last episode we talked about was what actually is motivation and how does motivation come? That's, I'll, I'll link that in my, in my description below the, the podcast of that. But that action right there, taking that action, putting that flag in the ground saying, 
okay, I know it's tough. I know I just ate like an asshole over the, over the, over the holiday break. I, I know I had a lot of cookies. I know I had a lot of bread. I had a lot of pasta. I know I didn't eat the way I wanted to. That's fine. I didn't work out. That's fine. I'm taking this action right here and saying, okay, I'm getting back on track. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to choose this apple over this, you know, over this soda. Like I'm, I'm going to take the action to then do something to make it better. And having that person that you know that you have to be accountable to, that, that it counts for more than just yourself, because nine times out of 10, the human brain, we don't want to let people down. We, we don't want to feel, you know, expert, we, we don't want to feel extracted from a society, a, a culture, a, a, a group, a team. Like having somebody to do that, to, to form that kind of, you know, partnership or teamwork or whatever it is, that's going to take you a long way. And more times than not, longer than you ever, or farther than you ever thought possible by yourself. So bottom line, find some form of accountability, whether it is a coach or a gym or friends or whether it is your spouse, you know, whatever it is, find a way that you can get some accountability in your life. And I swear to God, it'll make a difference. I swear to you. So or if you don't believe in God, whatever you believe in. So that's first and foremost. Okay. The next one is going to be challenging yourself. And I, I, I do not mean do a 30-day weight loss challenge. I do not mean do a 60-day, lose as many pounds as you possibly can, and the winner gets a fucking Apple Watch. Like, these fucking people who come to me, and they're like, oh, my work is doing a weight loss challenge, and whoever wins gets, gets a fucking Apple Watch. I'm like, I fucking gives a shit about that stupid-ass Apple Watch, and why is your work doing this in the first place? They don't give a shit about you. Like, I'm not talking about that kind of challenge, and a lot of a lot of coaches will, will shit on these challenges, and I'm kind of one of them, but if you have the right challenge, that's, that's a good thing. I'm, I'm not talking about, hey, do a 30-day, lose as many pounds as you can challenge. I'm talking about, hey, count your calories for 30 days straight. Hey, try to eat vegetables at least two times a day for the next three months, for, until March. Hey, do something where in six months when you want to be on the beach, follow a certain plan for six months straight until you get onto the beach. Like... Those are the kind of things that I'm saying challenge yourself. Create, somehow create a challenge in that and say, okay, I know, because here's the thing. I'm telling you to, to create a challenge for yourself and, and challenge yourself. And, and honestly, I might go home right now and fucking think of a challenge that I want to do for people. But like, the reason behind creating a challenge is twofold. It, first and foremost, yes, you're, you're, well, three maybe. First and foremost, yes, you're, you're you know, you, you have a, you have a challenge, you have a goal, you have something you're working towards. Like, that's great, that's amazing, that's, that's incredible. Second, you have, a, you have a time frame that you're committed for. So not, it, it's gonna keep you committed. You have a goal, that's great. You have a challenge you wanna get to, you have a goal, a certain goal from this challenge, perfect, you wanna hit the goal. Secondly, it's gonna keep you committed. And, and whether it is 30 days or 60 days or six months, whatever the time frame is, it's going to keep you committed for that time frame. So you know that, Okay, for these 30 days, I'm doing a X, Y, and Z, or I'm doing, you know, just A, whatever it is. I'm doing this thing for 30 days straight. Now, not only does it keep you committed, but it's also psychologically, it's like, okay, I know that I want to achieve this goal of counting my calories every single day, which will lead to me losing, you know, whatever many pounds, right? Not only does it keep you committed for that time frame, but psychologically, you're like, okay, I know I have to make this change because I've said this before. Change for a lot of people is, is scary. It's, it's tough. It's, it's getting uncomfortable. It's, it's changing things in your life that you've been accustomed to doing. It's, it's habitual for the last 20 years. Like it's, it's not easy. It's maybe simple, but it's not easy. And 
just realizing that, okay, you know, for these 30 days, I'm gonna count my calories every single day for 30 days straight. It keeps you committed, but it also gives you an end in sight. And what I mean by that is, when you first take on a, on a goal or you wanna change a habit, it can be very daunting and it can be very scary. It can be very tough to think, oh my God, I have to do this because I have to change my life, but it's so much work and it takes so long and, and, and I have so much going on and you can get very overwhelmed. But having a, a deadline in sight will make you say, okay, after these 30 days, I can stop. After these 30 days, you know, whatever will happen, but it gives you an end in sight. So you're not so hyper-focused on the fact that you're changing, things are scary, things are uncomfortable, you might do things you haven't done before. It gives you kind of an end in sight, which will then make you say, huh, okay, I can do this for 30 days, it's just 30 days, that's all. So those kind of challenges are, are great, they're, they're great for you. And, and 9.999 times out of 10, what will happen from these challenges is, if you count your calories for 30 days straight, I guarantee you, if you do it correctly, you're gonna, be, you're gonna be a calorie deficit. If you're in a calorie deficit, you're gonna lose fat. If you lose fat, you're gonna say, oh wow, I lost fat, I made some progress, this is amazing. So at the end of those 30 days, you're probably gonna say, well, it really wasn't that bad. I didn't have to change too much. I didn't do anything really that much extra. I didn't put that much effort into it besides counting my calories. So, okay, well, 30 days pass. I'll do another 30 days. Shit, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do another 60 days. What happens is you build momentum because the only way to build momentum or motivation is to take an action and see results. If you take an action, count your calories for 30 days straight, see results, lose five pounds, you know, change your pant size, whatever it is, well, then you're gonna get motivation to keep going because you're gonna say, wow, okay, I did this for 30 days straight. It really wasn't that bad. Let me keep doing this. And from that, it just snowballs and snowballs and snowballs to you being like, okay, well, this is kind of what I do now. I, I, know, I, know that I count my calories for fucking nine months straight, so I kind of know how to eat now. I kind of know how much food is in this chicken. I kind of I know these things. It's just, that's how it becomes a habit, guys. And that's why I'm saying challenge yourself. Come up with a challenge for yourself and again, probably stay tuned because I'm going to do something like I'm going to do something like it. So if you want to follow along, please feel free to follow along. But if you come up with a challenge for yourself, you will have a great goal. You're going to hit. You're going to see results. It's it's going to get you motivated. You're going to keep. You're going to want to keep going because you will be able to say, okay, after these 30 days, you know, I did great. I I, I feel accomplished. I have self confidence. I have self efficacy. Like I I'm very confident in myself to keep going because I've already done it. It's very easy for you to keep doing something you've already done. That's why, you know, that's why people get to the point where they're like, well, you know, I'm 60 pounds overweight because it's easier for me to just keep doing what I'm doing. But that works both ways. It, it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It can be a positive thing. So think about that. Come up with a challenge. D DM me, reach out to me, email me. I'll try to come up with a challenge for you if you tell me what your life is like. So just kind of think about starting a challenge for yourself that's going to lead to you having great results, having great habits, changing your life not just some lose as many pounds as you can in 30 days. That, that shit's bullshit. So that's one other thing. And the last thing I want to talk about is just remember that, yes, over this past two weeks, you had family in town. You ate a bunch of cookies. You were off your routine. You only worked out, you know, one day. You are not in your normal eating times. You know, you, you don't have the normal foods you're eating. You might be a bit bloated. You might be, you might feel a bit, quote unquote, fat. Like you, you might just be like, Oh, this sucks. I want to get back on track. And just realize that you're always one bite away from getting back on track. And, and the reason I say this is because it, it is really true because you can take that one action and when you go to, to grab those holiday cookies, 
take your hand back and make a salad. Take your hand back and grab a piece of fruit. You know, just you're always one decision away from getting back on track. So it's not, it's not like you've gone down this road where you've totally fucked up, you totally messed your diet up, you totally screwed your progress up. It, you haven't gone down this road where you can't come back from it. You, you haven't gone down a path where, you know, everything is so messed up, there's no point in going back. Like, it, it, it's, it's not that serious. Again, you don't, you and anybody you know does not know anybody who got shredded in two weeks. There, there's, it, that did not happen. It's not a real thing. So you're not going to get fat in two weeks. You're not going to ruin all your progress in two weeks, just like you don't make all your progress in two weeks. Each way it takes time and each way it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of decisions and a lot of habits. And, and just know that you didn't go down some path of no return. You, you, you didn't screw everything up to the point where you can't fix it. There's nothing to fix. It's just get right back on track. And, and, and you shouldn't punish yourself. You shouldn't go super, super strict on your diet. You shouldn't come January 1st. You should not do some super crazy intense diet, you know, to make up for the holiday eating and to get on new year sharp. Like, that's not what you should do because it's not sustainable. So in 14 days when January 15th rolls around and you don't feel like sticking to your diet because you've been so super strict and it's something you can't follow, all because you want to set the new year right and work off the holiday cookies, it's not going to work. It's not going to work for then. It's not going to work forever. So my thing to you is just remember you're always, always one decision, always one action. And again, I'm going to talk about the podcast I did where you know, I talk about how motivation actually works and what it actually is. And it just takes that one action. It, it takes, my voice there, you heard that? It takes one action for you to get back on track. It, it, it takes one decision for you to say, and, and it doesn't have to be a huge decision. It, it doesn't have to be something that's insanely, like, you know, hard and insanely time consuming. Like, take a five minute walk. When you wake up in the morning, when you're getting your coffee, when you're getting your kids ready for school, when you're about to leave for work, Take a five-minute walk. And, and what that will do is it's, it's pretty funny. Like, and I used to be this way like, you know, a couple years ago back when I was younger. younger. But I used to be this way a couple years ago and I was like, well, you know, who the, what, who the fuck is going to take a 10-minute walk? Who cares? Like, that's fucking nothing. Either go to the gym. But it's not about, it's not about the, the five- or ten-minute walk. It's about what happens that day after that five- or ten-minute walk. And what will happen is... You'll take the five-minute walk. You probably won't want to fucking do it. It's probably cold outside. You probably are like, fuck this. I don't want to do this. But what happens is you'll take that five-minute walk. Even when you don't want to do it, you'll do it. So right there in itself, you're doing something you don't want to do. Even though you don't want to do it, you're doing something you don't want to do, but you know to get you closer to your goals. And you know to help you. And you know you're supposed to do it. So you do it anyway. That in itself right there is fucking magic right there. That, that in itself will lead to amazing things later down the road. But... Taking that five-minute walk, you know, you might walk to a certain stoplight and come back. It might be actually an eight-minute walk, fucking both ways. Like, it, it might be an eight-minute walk instead of a five. But then you're like, oh, shit, I did, I did an eight-minute walk when I didn't even want to do a five-minute walk. Okay, that's, that's pretty good. All right, all right, well, maybe I'll just, keep, I'll just finish it off at 10. So you walk, around the, you know, walk around the park one time, and it's 10 minutes. And now you're like, oh, wow, I did a 10-minute walk before I went to work. Like, I didn't even want to do a five, but now I realize that... That wasn't that bad. Like, I actually feel better. I feel more awake. I feel more energized. I feel more ready for my day. I feel more accomplished. Okay, cool. I like that. Maybe I'll do it again tomorrow. That snowballs. And okay, a month later, you're taking 10-minute walks every morning, and, you know, you're seeing, you're seeing progress. So that's kind of like a long-term thing. But short-term, even in that day, like we just talked about, you could, you could get 
It could go to eight minutes and then go to 10 minutes. So instead of taking a five minute walk, you take a 10 minute walk. Fucking amazing, like that's perfect, that's so good. And then what happens from there is you get to work and you, know, you, you eat breakfast at work, I guess, and right? You get to work and you, instead of going for that, instead of going for that, those hash browns and, and, that, and that, grease, you know, that, that greasy food you normally have, whatever it is, you then opt for, okay, well, I normally have this breakfast, but shit, this morning I took a walk and I'm feeling good. So let me grab this apple and these eggs instead of grabbing the fucking McDonald's hash brown sandwich. Well, isn't that in itself right there an accomplishment? Because not only did you take a 10 minute walk when you were supposed to do five, you took a 10 minute walk and then from then, since you started feeling better, you then say, okay, well, I wanna make better decisions with my food because I feel better. I wanna keep this up. I like this feeling. So then you go for breakfast and you say, instead of having you know, the, the hash brown sandwich I normally have, you have now uh, fruit and apples, or fruit, I'm sorry, fruit and eggs. And so that in itself right there, once again, is great progress because that five, that five or 10 minute walk that apparently that most people think is nothing will then leads to much better results later in the day. And I love this, especially for people who travel because I know I have a lot of clients who travel and I know they say, well, it's, it's fucking hard for me to stay on track, man. I, I don't know what to do. I'm like, what do you do when you wake up? I don't roll out of bed fucking and fuck with my hair and go to my meetings. Okay, great, take a five or 10 minute walk. Why, that's, that's pointless, that's not working out. I know it's not fucking working out, that's not the point. The point is, take a five or 10 minute walk, get your thoughts ready, get your day ready. If you guys have seen the research on what you know, walking for 20 minutes a day will do for you, holy shit, it's mind blowing. I wanna get this research out to everybody, it's absolutely fucking amazing, but taking that five or 10 minute walk, it's not about the calories you burn in a five or 10 minute walk, it's, it's about, setting yourself up for success on all parts of that day, not just the walk, not just the food, for your meetings, for, for your spouse, for, for everything. So taking that five or 10 minute walk can lead to such great things, guys. And it was a, ten, it was a five minute walk. It was a 10 minute walk. It, I'm not asking you to go keto. I'm not asking you to go work out for two hours. I'm not, I'm not asking something egregious or outrageous of you. I'm asking for a five or 10 minute walk. And then once you take that action, you will then see that, Okay, it's a lot, somehow, magically, it's a lot easier for me to, to do better, to, to have better food choices, to hit my calories, to go work out, to go then work out later that day. Not only did you take a 10 minute walk, but maybe you worked out for 40 minutes later that day. That in itself is amazing, guys. So back to wrapping it all up. You're always one bite away, but just take, <laughs> I'm begging you, take that action. Just, just take the action of starting to count your calories that day, of taking the five minute walk, of packing your lunch. Like, not asking, uh, I'm, not, I'm not asking you to do anything outrageous. I'm asking you to take, take an action. And I promise you guys, once you take that action, I promise you shit is going to build from there. I promise you you're going to see good things and have good results. So that is my two cents on recovering from holiday eating. And, and again, it just comes, to, I, I have a lot of people will ask me like, what, what do I do to get back on track? And that's why I made this video. But what it's going to come down to is just, get fucking back on track. Like, I, I don't, I mean, yes, there are tactics and, and mindset things and, and there are things you can do, but just fucking get back on track. And, and again, it's not, don't worry about what happened the past two weeks. Don't, don't beat yourself up on what happened the past two weeks. Don't punish yourself. Don't, it, it's nothing of it. it it's, it's in the past. It's dwelling at that point. It, there's a lot to be said for pessimistic and optimistic. And I'm not trying to go unicorn foo-foo on you, but there's a lot to be said for being pessimistic or optimistic. If you're looking on the past and dwelling on all the cookies you ate and dwelling on you only worked out once and looking back, looking back, looking back, well then everything in front of you, you're not looking at, you're not focusing on, you're not doing all you can 
to get back on track because you're worrying about what happened the past two weeks. Wipe your hands of it. It's done. It happened. Two weeks is going to kill your progress anyway. And keep this shit moving, guys. I hope this helps. And please, please reach out to me with what action you're going to take. I'm, I'm very, these past couple of videos and podcasts, I'm very, very passionate about taking a fucking action, doing something, doing something that's going to get you close to your goals. I don't care the magnitude of it. Just do something and reach out and let me know. Thank you guys. Talk next time.